we are back with part two of episode 59. I mean, I think as far as China's standpoint in this situation, I think they're looking at it like, oh shit, we've done this shit just like MLS. Mm -hmm. This formula of bringing in superstars and trying to build around that mm -hmm. is not. But that, there's but no longevity to it. They, make, they, make, they basically made the case for MLS as far as like why you would, go, why you would keep a cap. And I think that there were a lot of ways, especially with how our media competition is Mexico. Mexico's not spending like the most amount of money in the world. Like I think if you can at least get to a point to where you can spend at least probably at least seventy five percent of what Mexico spends, you probably will have a pretty successful league. And you just have to kind of figure like like how do we get there? And but I I, I think that what China did was actually pretty clever. And it's something I think that should be considered here. Of course, of course, you always have to have the issue as far as like cause, well, I mean, the NBA kind of does that already too, as far as like like how much you can kind of max out at. But um, but yeah, I, I think that I think it's it, I think it's something that should be looked at here, definitely for sure. So I think the difference on that for me is going to be that I don't think the Mexican teams or the, the Mexican league and as a whole is trying to even court the Cavani's the the Ramirez's, no. the the Beckham's, the old, no. the you know the thirty plus retiring generation. They they are yeah they're building their own. They, they do stuff every so often, but at the same time, it's, it's not like how like, at their bread and butter to where, um, you know, like they're relying on that to like bring in fans. Like they don't they don't need to do all that. I mean, you have more clubs in the Mexican leagues where they're like, no, we are trying to. Build Mexican nationals. Exactly. That's what I'm I saying. Mean, they're, like, that's they're very like, you, have a, you have a team that's, that's basically said, "Okay, we're not." And Chivas, Chivas, that was their mission. No, all you will not be on this team unless you're a Mexican national. Now, when they tried that with here, I was like, "Yeah, that was kind of a little mm -hmm. backwards and shit." But yeah, that's a whole different story. But um, but yeah, I think that there's something in that idea that MLS should definitely look at, especially with you know people talking about they need to spend more money anyway. So, you know, that, that's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on as far as, as, far as how, it, how it affects things here. But, um, but yeah, before we uh, wrap, of course, you know, New Year's here. Everyone's been given their, like, play, like teams of decades, players of decades, all that stuff. Who is your players of decades here? MLS. Yeah. MLS? Yeah. MLS? Do we have to do this? Do we have to do this? Yeah. I think so. Why? I mean, like, well, I mean, I might just pick one from each like attacker. <laughs> I mean, when I look at like the like list that side. like the MLS had, I was just like, oh, okay. But yep. this that, again, that's MLS 1.0 shit. You know, the, fun, the funny thing about that is, that I think my am pick, I wrong? Kinda. How am I no. wrong? Kinda. I mean, because how am I wrong? It's two versus one. Don't no, let's try, Greg. Don't let's try. I, no, my my issue how there is wrong? that is that um, those MLS players. They represent MLS 1.0. Yes, but we're see, MLS 3.0 now. True, but so that's why I'm like, but 3.0 is still we have to. But 3.0 is that's still what, again, that's, and that's why I'm like, eh, because when you say the manager of the decade is Bruce Arena, thank trash, you. thank you, trash. I'll wait. Well, trash. I'll wait. How sweet? Mm. How? I mean, the trophies are there, but at the same time. Okay, but he's representing MLS 1.0. But here's we're the not going to be successful with uh, Bruce Arena yeah. in the future of any time. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not. He is, and 
culture, he is the root of the problem of what's wrong with soccer in America. True. I think I'm glad he so, revolutionized the revolution. Yay. For father get the training facility, like it only took but, y'all twenty. I'm sorry, years. but like all those names that I'm looking at that list and I'm just like okay. Yes, Wando, he's a great story. You know what I'm saying? Like Seven yeah, Fry, Wando. like Man. Seven Fry, like, yeah, but here's why I think Marina got close to the year. Because you basically had Siggy and Smetzer split that vote up for for Seattle because MLS did vote Seattle as a team of the decade, which ought, you could, when you look at MLS Cups, we look at U.S. Open Cups, you look at Supporter Shields, like they basically have been like the one consistent team throughout the entire decade. I'll give you all that. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, they, that was over the course of two managers, whereas at the very least with the Galaxy success, you basically it was all under under arena, which I think that's what happened there. Would I, would I necessarily um, vote arena? Obviously not, because, yeah, I think that, obviously, he benefited from being L.A. and, and their initial uh, transfer policy. But, um, actually, I have a different um, option. It actually would be uh, Vanny in um, in, in uh, Toronto. I think that, and actually, it, it kind of goes to my choice for player of the decade, which would actually, and some people are probably going to Hang me for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't put yourself out there, yeah. like, bro. Yeah, that might, that might be the wrong. The wrong, wrong yeah. 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 Don't but, say um, yeah. they, just, they might not agree with your choice. <laughs> yeah, I actually would put out Michael Bradley, and I'll tell you why. Because you look at where, oh yeah, crispy. Because you look at where Toronto was before he got there, when they were spending money blindly and and just not getting shit done. You bring in uh, Bradley, of course, eventually after that you bring in Josie and then you bring in Gianfico. But even like this year, that just, uh, this past year, you you had Gianfico gone and you still managed to get a team to MLS Cup. And I think that, you know, for all the knocks, honestly, for whatever happened in 2017, I get it as far as what happened with Bradley. But at the same time, ever since then, you had them go to the chamber, the Concat Champions League final. You've had them go to multiple MLS Cup finals. Like the success has been there, and I think that that has to be recognized as far as like you know when you have a player that changes the culture for a team. Who who else has done that more? Or you can flip it and say Toronto has done great in spite of having Bradley. <laughs> no, because like, I would have said that had they sucked, you know. And they still suck this year without Giovinco because Giovinco, like he, uh, he was in a couple of World Cup this um, um, last month. So, like he's still doing his thing, but at the same time, Toronto's still doing their thing without without him. So it's like, okay, what's been the one constant throughout that time? Because Joey's been been hurt off, off and on the past couple of years. Like he's been booing up with, with, my, with my, my girl Sloan Stevens and everything. But mm. uh, Bradley's been the one constant there. So you are saying. From 2010 to 2020, Michael Bradley is your man, your Captain America. He might have to because because everyone else that I would think of has not been either not they've been there long enough. Because of course we have a perfectly great argument for our guys here in Atlanta, like like, like Joseph and um, and whatnot. But I mean, would you put in players like David Villa in this conversation? And that's where I was actually going to go. This um, is gonna be my choice. I, I think I think he would certainly be recognized, but at the same time, you know. 
you have to have that overall team success. And it's like, like you didn't win any um, supporter shields. You didn't win any MLS cups. And I think that I think EW helped them get off, get off the ground, but at the same time, so you're saying stats don't matter. I'm saying stats go to a certain point. You still have to have that team I'm success. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying what devil's advocate. Oh, no, I, I totally get that because, of course, I, I have that, that argument all the time with you know guys who will still say Kobe is the greatest. I'm like, no, 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 no. But, um, but I think that you know you still have to have team success. Team success should still matter when you look at how impactful a player is. Okay. All right. Are we done with MLS now? Can I talk about like what people really care about? Sean Rock Phillips. Sean Rock Phillips gets the vote. He was another player I, I would have considered as well. Also, uh, Bradley. No, Bradley, Bradley, uh, Bradley Redfield. Yeah, Bradley Red Phillips. Yeah. And then um, you got a. Oh yeah, the, the brother. But then um, who's the other guy? Actually, I, I, uh, my top option would have been. Like I said, Bradley, Sean Wright Phillips. Oh, you got, now you got to be doing it. Bradley Wright Phillips and, um, and actually Henri because he finally got them off the hump as far as winning shit in New York. Yeah, but I think they have more like impact. Yeah. Like Im- impact. Serious impact. Dave was, I mean, like he was at one point like, a goal a game. Yeah. I mean, like. Like I said, and that goes back to Joseph. Like, like for all the all the games that he missed, like the first year through the injury, or even the second year too. Like, like he's essentially clocking like almost a goal a game, and and considering like he's he was top five for this decade, only playing three years. Like that's insane. And by the Greg meter. I'm just saying. By the no, that, that, that's I think a Greg meter. Because your Greg meter has Brad. I mean, I'll take that L. I will gladly take that L. But like I said six years, three MLS uh, fi- Cup finals. I think one, uh, one supporter shield. You know, considering where where Toronto was beforehand, before he got there, when they were just spending. Just basically not having any bit of a clue. That's a guy that changed the culture there, and that's that's why I, 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 would, I would choose him. Right, I'll respect it. I ain't gotta agree with it, but I respect it. Who was Toronto's uh, big player? They had um, a guy that they brought in at the beginning of the year. I can't remember his name, but they um, tried Terrence Boyd and that didn't do shit. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't Boyd. I mean, they had Gregory Vanderbilt for like a while. Yeah, too. yeah, they sure did. They I, mean, sure I did. think they still do. Um, but everyone forgot about that guy. It's they're number ten, maybe. Um, crap! I, I, I know it's Spain. It's a long, It's not a long, so I'm already falling asleep on this conversation. How do you want? How, how do you want? Like, like okay, let's, let's get back to the place of decade. Let's do two up, two down, and all that stuff. No, I mean, let, let's talk about like let, let's talk about international game. I mean, mm-hmm. let's, let's be real. I mean, because what we what gets us into this game are talking about you know who's better, Ronaldo or Messi. You know, I think that, that you know conversation. What, you know, I, I, when, I, when I was talking about doing play today, I was like, okay, obviously, aside from the one year, they just had to be crazy and, and put um, uh, Modric, Modric as, as play, uh, Ball of New York. Like it's basically been a decade of Ronaldo and Messi. Like who else beyond them to have been your standouts? We said it earlier. Cavani's got the goals. He's a, he's also been nominated pretty consistently every year on uh, Balloon Dior, uh, Dior. Um, but he's also consistently looked over. I would actually say, um, I think uh, it's the league he's playing in. True. Well, I mean, 
that that's one of the things that kind of like you know kind of trips me up because obviously we have a lot of EPL coverage here, but so it's kind of like how how do you keep going to reverting back to La Liga and picking Messi and Ronaldo, especially now that you know La Liga is not nearly as visible as it used to be here because of the shit with them would be in. But um, I think that actually my guy would be Lewandowski. Ooh. It's a great pick. It's a great pick. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So, of course, obviously, you got Ronaldo, Messi, Lewandowski. Uh, you got your Cavani that you mentioned. You know, we forget about, you know, the early success of Barcelona, how Xavi and Iniesta were yeah. the, the cornerstone. So, so the, the, wait, wait. I got, I, got, I, got, I got one there, yeah. Those names. Because you, you have to recognize Spain. You have to. I yeah. mean, they... they Dominated the whole first it's half like for five years decade. or something. Like yeah. I mean, that golden generation has to be mentioned. Like all those guys, if it weren't for them, David Villa. I, I think there's one guy within that squad that I think you could put as an easy option for that, especially given how the decade went. Sergio Ramos. Um, I was actually going to say Danny Alves. Yes. Everywhere he went. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. I do is win, 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 yeah. no matter what. Danny Alves has the most chips than yeah. anybody in the world. Yeah, that is true. Because yeah, like <laughs> we, are, we are talking about defenders now. Yeah, and, that, that, and that's wild when you think about it. But like, but, you, you take a guy like like Ramos, that even after you know Spain kind of hit their peak and fell off, then you have this run with Real where they went three straight uh, Champions Leagues, and like, who's in the middle of that? Who's their captain? Sergio Ramos. So basically, you've had from twenty from two thousand eight. To 2018, you basically had a whole decade decade of Ramos. Okay, all right. So then the decade. You also got yeah Aguero in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Sergio Aguero, he's, he's another it. guy that I would say like kind of like brother, like you change, you like you, that's a to- culture changer right there. The man is breaking records literally right now. Yeah, um, those names got to be ch- thrown out there. Now, as far as the decade goes, I've been more of a fan of Ronaldo. I am partial though. Yeah, yeah. Because of his stint at Man United. Um, so there's that image. That's, there's that part for me. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that both of them, both Ronaldo and Messi have that thing of where a goalkeeper is looking at them and thinking like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are coming at me with speed. Yeah. They both have that impact. Mm-hmm. I don't think people have that thought when they see a Margers. I don't think they have no, of course that same mm-hmm. thought. I don't think they have that same thought with Cavani. I'm be honest. No, no, I agree. Um, and so Sergio Aguero, yes, he's in that conversation. Yeah, I would take, mm-hmm. I would, I would, mm-hmm. I'd take that. Strike fear, Lewandowski. Yeah. You got your uh, Lewandowski, your, yep. your Mueller's. I think. Yeah, you know, yo, Muller gets so not enough, nearly enough shine that, that he man's should. Got a, a I, I got something for you on that one. Um, it's true. I, I, so, you know, I mean, I think those factors got all be said, but when it comes down to it, I mean, I hate to sound cliche, I'm going to go Ronaldo for the no, I, I, I totally like, like, it's, it's easier to go with those, with him or Messi. It's like, 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 who else beyond that? And it's like, yeah, it's like, because they, they, they've been these two towering figures over this whole decade. It's like, okay, it's hard to be like, okay, like, who else was that actually good? a bicycle kick to a winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
when everybody's watching. Like he's pushing thirty four and like Bruh. and like hopping over dudes. Did you see him have a jump man moment? Yeah, a I, week I, ago. Yeah, I, I I completely get it, and yeah. Like so, for me, I have to say I'm I'm more partial to the Ronaldo aspect. You know, as far as goalkeeper of the decade, you know, I got me the goalkeeper talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, the German Manuel Noir. I mean, like. There were, um, he, did you see that that Bayern signed over Schalke's uh, keeper already? Basically, what the plan is there is to basically do like a, and a basically was essential to a equal to a apprenticeship program because they already said like near is not going to be done until twenty twenty three. So you basically said okay, we're signing our guy now. We're going to give him some action here and there, but basically, you know, he's not going to be our full time guy for another three years. I'm like. I don't, I don't think that's ever been done before. Is it a, a three-year loan? Is, is this a new thing? No, like it's, it's a permanent deal. So it's like okay, like you're basically leaving a job where you're starting regularly to where you're basically be a three-year backup. Like that's just wild to me. So I think Manuel, like he has changed the game of goalkeepers' mm-hmm. development clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, yes. You know, the sweeper keeper now is almost like a normal. Yeah, you got to play out the back. Yeah, yeah. or you know how the to. fact that you know keepers all have to play with their feet now. I think he's been the keeper of the year. He he struck fear. Yeah. into strikers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's frustrated strikers. Uh, so you know, for the past decade, someone who was so strong over all this time, I think he's. Cause I think that they've seen now that you know he's had his his injury issues the past couple of years. So like, I think they're trying to plan ahead. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, if, I, I don't know why I can't I can't think of the guy's name now uh, that, that they signed. Uh, but yeah, you're talking about Tostegen. No, not Tostegen. No, I'm talking about the guy, the guy from uh, from from Shaka because Tostegen's over oh, I got you. Oh, I got Barcelona. You. But um, um, yeah, that's a whole other thing there. That, that like, how, how, how that factors in the well, next couple years. But um. But yeah, I think that you know to have to bring a guy in now so so early in his career, and now you're, now you're saying okay that you're going to be a backup for the next three years, like that's 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 wild too. But yeah, um, uh, what, what what you got, at TK? Honestly, I'm starting I'm starting the back. Um, this guy doesn't get enough shine. Not my particular favorite player, or even on my top thirty. But uh, Philip Long. Yeah, Long. Yep, the guy's yeah, right there with, uh, the with very, Danny. Mm-hmm. Very, the very top. Stuff. Yeah, the very, very top. The guy's been everywhere, or not been everywhere, but won everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just you, talk you, about you, consistency. Yeah, you got to recognize that. And um, shoot, I said uh, I said Mueller already. As mm-hmm. far as um, that that guy up front, um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out Frank Lampard as my uh, kind of midfielder. Just to, yeah, man. Bring it back to Chelsea. Got to. Um, but then up top, I uh, and uh, I may have some people who do not agree with my opinion. But uh, eh, I think you guys will like it. Uh, Wayne Rooney for me. Ooh. Oh snap! Interesting. Sauce. Interesting. Yeah, man. I mean, like, the, look. That's telling you everything. He has, I think, in the long run, he'll have a very, I think, a mixed reception as far as his ultimate legacy. He's a player's player, though. I think he's like, all players want him on his team. That's the thing. It's like, he's like, I think Wayne, because I think where we're at now with this generation of footballers, 
Wayne represented the old gray old connection to the yeah, yeah. you know he 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 had to like um John Terry to, to, to always tells the stories of how he like he chose this number so he can sit next to a certain player in the locker room and before that he was scrubbing toilets and doing kit change man duties as just like a youth player mm-hmm. and like you don't hear about that stuff. These guys are incredibly privileged. I mean, like, if you look over at, uh, what's the dude at Real Madrid, the striker, uh, that is just ridiculous. Benzema? Yeah, but not Benzema, but, uh. Vinicius? Uh. No, no, the older guy. Be 20, Isco, by the, way. Uh, the striker, striker. Um. I'm not tripping. That, yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah, but sure enough. It's just the the point I'm making is that the this new generation of footballers are incredibly privileged. They don't have to uh, to to cut the grit that you know the older generation did from even when we were born. That same you know gap. And to, it's just, to piggyback that, I think one of my favorite Nike commercials was the one they had way back when. This is during that whole Joe Benita era when they had that video of Wayne at Manchester United practice, and they needed someone to jump in goal. And he goes in and jumps. Oh, did in you goal. see him? And he wait, 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 wait. And yeah, yeah. He, he plays goalie, makes a save, puts the ball on the ground, takes it on the whole team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and that's the type of thing. Like he and the thing about it, they would always say, like when Wayne would jump in goal, they would have to tell him like calm down. But he didn't know anything. He only know how to play one hundred. Mm-hmm. And like he played it like a real goalie. They were like legit. He could play goalie. And I think that furthers the point of the statement you were making, TK, was that. You know, he is a player's player in the sense of he does it all. He's not above anything. You know, like you say, he'll scrub the toilets if need be mm-hmm. while still being the owner of the of the organization. Because yeah. uh, yeah, Rudy's about to, about to make his debut with um, Derby, I guess, the next uh, week or two. I know he's been training with them for the next, uh, past couple of weeks. Uh, Alexander Nubel is the keeper from um, from Schalke that's uh, going over to, um, to Bayern. But... Um, but yeah, I, do, I definitely do see uh, uh, that point of view. Um, like I said, Rudy's going to have. I think his legacy will definitely be far more appreciated as time goes by. I, just, I think that you know because of how things kind of ended with United, uh, with Man United, Millers. I think that it's going to be kind of I don't know bittersweet because you kind of you kind of got pushed to the back as time went on, especially you know post Ronaldo. And especially once they signed uh, Van Persie, I think that you know he kind of kind of like a man of, without a country well, he because you, that whatever role he, he didn't right. know his position. Right. He, remember because he kept slinking back and back mm-hmm. further and further yeah. down the field. He's like, wait, are you an eight? Are you a six? Are you <laughs> exactly. a, a, a ten? five? Right. <laughs> like you was playing center back. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but um. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think that you know. Like, let us know like what you guys think as far as like who your players of the decade are, whether it be here in MLS, whether it be in Europe or or, or anywhere I'm else. About to, I'm about to change up on you, man. You weren't prepared for this. What's up? Who's your uh, wait, 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 wait? Team of the year, mm-hmm. or team of the decade, like mm-hmm. team, team mm-hmm. that you were like this team should be recognized for the whole decade. Mm-hmm. And then who is your? Uh, Player of the culture of the decade. Mm. You know, I think you can understand what I mean. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Player of the culture uh, for this decade would probably be Pogba. 
Uh, okay. Are you basing it off of influence on culture? Or? Influence, yes. Okay. Uh, definitely influence. Uh, like she, he just came back last week and, not, and was already leaving protests for for man, man like like that. Like for a guy who who had who had basically been almost persona non grata for the, like the past three months, and you walk in and say, "Hey, let's 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 do a protest." Like that's the type type of guy that you know is still aware enough to where it's like, "Hey, I know I've been gone, but you know things are still happening that we need to need to address." Um, team of the decade. Um, I think it's got to be Barcelona. I think that because up until like last year, I think they had like seven or eight straight, eight seven or eight uh, straight trips to the Champions League semifinals. You know, obviously they had all their trips to the Champions League finals. I think they won what three this decade, and you know, like and given their impact on this on the Spain uh, national team, like. I, I can't see how it'd be anyone else. Uh, like, of course, you could have an easy argument for for um, for Real Madrid, given their stri- given their run of three straight Champions League uh, wins. Uh, you could have an argument for Bayern, given their impact with Germany. But I think that just from in from start to finish, it's Barcelona. That's you too good. Don't say uh, Chelsea. No, it, I, I can't. I mean. <laughs> 2012 was great, but I don't think we did enough to justify the team of the decade. Um, if I was going to throw another player in there, I would throw Hazard in the bucket. But if we're moving for a whole team, I think for me, I'm probably going to go with Madrid. I mean, like three back-to-backs on yeah. the Champions League the Champions run. League run, man, that was legit. Yeah, consistently being at the the the, the destination for like that's the end game essentially for most uh, players. Like, I need to get to the top level and be visible. Like, I I, I got to work my way in, into a Madrid squad somehow. Um, I think that's that's where that is. Um, as far as uh, player of the decade from the culture. It's a tough one, isn't it? It is. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good. There's a lot of guys doing work. Yeah, there's a lot of good happening. There's a lot of girls out there doing work for us. I think I'm gonna go a little bit more old school with it, though. Um, I'm on a hard divider. Who do you have in mind? It's a player that doesn't really get a lot of recognition, honestly. Go for it. But um, I think it's probably one of my favorite players is going to be uh, Ramirez from Chelsea. Man, he. I don't think he ever got enough recognition, but I mean, he's a Brazilian. But um, I just think he he was always holding it down, you know, like in all the right spots. I, I don't want to say he's got like the social impact that uh, like the Pugbas and uh, you know filling this blank here has. But um, just like as a player of color, it was always a nice thing. Actually, I'm stepping back. It's gonna be Drakla. Oh, we're keeping it local. Drogba. We're keeping it local, man. It's doing big, big things in Africa. Um, I love you, Ramirez, though. That's that's always going to be my, one of my favorite players. Mm. What you got? What you got, Coach? Oh, okay. Team of the year. I'm gonna mess with y'all on this one. <laughs> oh, hot take. 2019 U.S. Women's National Team. Ooh, inclusive. Solid. Inclusive. Solid. Um, reason why. Uh, I wish 
she was a person of color because Rapino, I mean, she, I, I, I can't wait till we get her on the podcast. She is definitely for the culture. Yeah. Um, but to stand up to political shit and to back it up mm-hmm. and to win it on that level, um, I think also at this time, like, you know, the women's team, they've, they've gone through their ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, they've gone through their coaching changes. They've gone mm-hmm. through their culture changes. Um, but yet and still they are deemed as, you know, a team to be reckoned with as far as like, that is the gold standard with mm-hmm. the, um, the soccer. So I think the national team from the U.S. women's is, they're my team of the decade. Um, Rupino, shouts out to you. Love you, girl. Wish we get you on this podcast because she's call in. <laughs> just, just call in, you know. We'll get call, you. Call your crap, Abby, man. Like, like, we'll like, scrap you in. It ain't no thing. But, she uh, is. We uh, got the technology. She is. She is definitely. Um, she is definitely for the culture. Um, as far as um, personal color for the culture type of thing, mm-hmm. it, it, it's hard for me not to. Think about my old boy, and I think it's because you know it, it's been hard for us to watch him go from player to coach. But he's always been for the culture, and he's been doing it. He's been trying to figure it out for a, how to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go angry. I'm, I mean, like he has gone through. We're watching him change. Yeah. yeah, he's gone from being recognized as one of the best players, mm-hmm. and then him struggle as a coach, and then but still being you know to stand up against racism in all sorts of ways and and now he's dealing with it within the coaching ranks too. Yeah. So to see it from a player standpoint and to the coaching ranks, mm-hmm. he's gonna be my for the culture, you know, person of the decade. How about that? Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, that's what I Yeah, definitely good shout out on, on the women's team because I mean, you know, they they've been because like give especially given their their run of success because we go they had they had World Cup finals in 2011, 2015, 2019, they basically have dominated the on the women's game this past decade. And all within, you know, basically their soccer federation, you know, say like, yeah, yeah. you know, you only deserve this much. <laughs> but you know what? They're not the only federation, too. That's not even bad. Yeah. Has Jamaica gotten paid yet? Do we know yet? Uh, no. I don't know. No. We might need to do a counter on no. that. <laughs> How many days has it been since Jamaica's been paid? It's like starting yeah, the counter. <laughs> it's like it's like I, one, I it's like every, every, every time one counter ends, another one begins, <laughs> and, we, and, we, and, and and some that just never end. And you so know, many FTC sticker slogans God, in the do. making. The New Year's gonna be great, y'all. But that's yeah. why we're here, y'all. That is why we are here. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we've ran super long here. We might have to split this up within two episodes. It's the end of the year, the decade, it's the end of year, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to sum up ten years. So we but, didn't turn this into Arsenal TV. <laughs> AJ did that enough for us last week. No, it's good. It's good. It's, but um, but uh, shut, uh, before we wrap up, uh, shout out to Bim Joiner with uh, with Atlanta influences everything. We actually had a chance to chop it up with him um, over the holidays and. Um, we're working on uh, building some stuff um, with him. You know, a lot, a lot of cool stuff that you'll see. It's more than just t-shirts, y'all. A lot more than just t-shirts. But you can get but t-shirts. there will be that. But you can get t-shirts at ftcutd.myshopify.com. Get your shirts, get your name sets, get your hats. If you didn't get anything over the holidays with our, with our promo code, hey, that's what's up. I saw some, some people got that as gifts. That yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I'm, I'm Black Buyers. Cool. Can't wait. 
Watch oh, watch cool. on that right now. So that one kid got a drug bus hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. I was super stoked on. Uh, we find I out, recommended you know, that on the Chelsea Discord server. The culture like likes likes uh Why? likes Chelsea. That's that's just that's just so bizarre culture. to me. Hey but man, yeah. when you bring in the new the new kids, it's like I, I'm having a hard time hating on Mason Greenwood. He's in my uh, FPL fantasy team. You know, <laughs> bring it. That kid, man. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I'm for the youth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the next the generation youths. role. The two youths. But yeah, we had a chance to meet up with um, with yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> with uh, Sanjay from Soccer in the Streets. Uh, you know, t- t- Tony's uh, compadre. You know, yeah, a lot, a lot of cool stuff is going to be coming this year. I'm actually really looking forward to to uh, what can come new with decade, that. Decade, new year. Yeah. Um, of course, we mentioned um, a few weeks back the Black Soccer Summit is going to be coming uh, later on this spring, and uh, we can't wait to talk about that as well. But uh, but yeah, man, you know. Y'all, y'all keep fucking, fucking with us. You know, let your friends know about it. Let your base know. Let your homies know about it. You know, we uh, have episodes coming every week. Make sure you support the culture through the, listening to the podcast, yes. on, on the website. And, uh, and, uh, did, did, did Memphis, uh, um, hey Memphis, brethren. You want to say something to the people on the radio? <laughs> That's what happened when you have kids, y'all. Memphis, the people want to hear from you. You got something to say to the culture? Famous. You are famous, cuz. Uh, sorry, y'all. There's a whole town named after you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yes, make sure that you uh, follow us on the socials at FTC, UCD. You know, um, I have I have conceded on one thing. I'm not sure that, that doing Snap, Snapchat, but. We are going to be oh, doing TikTok go. pretty soon. Oh, Lord. I, I can mess with that, man. I, so Don't give me a login if it's, if it's from that Snapchat, man. I don't, I don't even tweet, so, like, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, so. Yeah, I haven't even downloaded that app. I have no I mean, I see yeah, yeah, all yeah. the things or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, apparently we're late. Man apparently we're late on TikTok, so, yeah, we got to jump on TikTok. So, yes, be on the lookout for that. Same with, of course, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're out with. Always be on on those on the big three. Um, uh, make sure that you uh, check out the new merch. Yeah, I actually have a lot of good stuff coming. So just obviously over the holidays, we've had a chance to kind of reassess everything, and yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. A lot, a lot of good feedback over the culture of a club jersey that um, that we uh, that we did for coach. So yeah, we're going to be doing something with that pretty soon as well. But yeah, well, what what else y'all got, man? Hey man, it's been real. It's been a great 2019. Cheers to a great 2020. My beer is empty, but I'm still planking. That's all right. It is a full one right there, my friend. But um, yeah, what you got, TK? Like, how, how have you been enjoying things so far? Shout out to Atlanta Blues. I guess y'all still like them somehow. Hey, man. Yo, I don't know how many Manchester United official recognized chapters are in Atlanta, but Chelsea has. Two official chapters that are recognized here in I Atlanta. Know that. I, I know so about we Atlanta got Blues. one recognized. Yeah, man. Just I'm just saying, like, is there a second? Yeah, we just, we just, see. Okay, that just means you got more bandwagoners. No, <laughs> the, the thing, the thing <laughs> That's is, all that means. It, it's it's been a long time coming, and like. I was actually kind of surprised because um, I was like Chelsea South what, Southeast. I was like, "What is this?" But I'm like, turns out the Southeast right? ATL is the location for Chelsea Southeast, and then there are is Atlanta Dude, that's Blues a good as well for soccer in Atlanta. So, 
I heard y'all might be getting a new bar snow over little five, you know, so. Yeah, I, I think as soon as, uh, that was, that was news you broke, man. I think you got more detail on that, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if we want to break people off of that. I'm, I'm just, you know, for me personally and, uh, for the culture as a representative here, uh, you know, I'm just excited for the new year. Lots of great things coming for you as far as, um, what we're going to, you know, be presenting to you guys. Um, a lots more content, uh, lots more Videos. chances to be, uh, yeah. More, yeah. uh, culture road trips. We're coming to, uh, we're coming to YouTube near you, so, uh, do that thing. I guess where everyone oh, yeah. says, I, I like, and follow, I've been forgetting to mention that the past couple weeks, like, you know, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, we actually are uploading uh, past episodes on there as well. So, in case you know if YouTube is, is your thing, of course, we'll have video on there as well, but also you'll be able to listen to past episodes um, of For the Culture on there. So, yeah, make sure you do that. I know he won't see it, but protect isolates the reservation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Don't let me go into that. But, uh, from the Atlanta United perspective, man, if you in Section One Thirty Five, you know I already fuck with your butt. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, uh, we will uh, be on be back on the airwaves soon. Make sure that you catch uh, us every Wednesday. New episodes. Like I said we'll we'll get the videos in. We're dropping so, live content down too. Oh shit! We're going. To, we're bringing to you guys uh, some live podcasts. We're going to be direct streaming to uh, Facebook. We'll, we'll we'll probably get the YouTube thing uh, lined up. We'll let you guys know about when that happens. I but. got a challenge for all this challenge. I got a challenge for all this. What's up? We got some new coffee mugs in the shop. Oh yeah, it's a size culture over club. I want to see some pics, videos of people cheersing. As they watch like some Premier League morning coffee while they watch the games, get some Bundesliga. Well, if y'all still yeah. watch Serie A, what channel does that come on, Gregor? What do you need? I need it in Spanish sometimes. Technically, it's, it's ESPN Plus, but I, I think they still do like one game a week on right. ESPN News. I'm sorry, I, my subscription expired on the 19th of December. You said you did when, say that, when yeah, you yeah, finished yeah. Mandalorian. You said I'm done with y'all. No, <laughs> somebody playing Disney Plus now. Mandalorian's over. That was Ringo, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Ringo. It's on his whole Disney. After that, after that episode, and I was like, okay, what do I watch now on Disney Plus? So like, I was actually catching but up. If I didn't have a four year old. <laughs> I have no reason. And for what this. is she watching right now as we record? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. But yeah. Um, yeah. Did y'all watch Star Wars yet? I we'll say that next week. We'll say that next week. I haven't watched it yet. We'll say that for next week. But yes, for Coach, for Tony, for Ringo, for Shad, for Vera. Thank y'all for a great 2019. For TK, we, we have, TK. I think it's TK. Said Coach for Tony. Sorry, it's all great. Sorry, almost all the team, man. All the team, But yeah, we on overload. That's all good, though. Yes, thank y'all for a great 2019. We look forward to listening. No. Culture in which all twenty twenty. Yeah, man. We we want to see more, more, more interaction with you guys. If you see us in the games, hit us up, man. Shout us out. We're gonna do like lots of spots. Absolutely. Tons of content is on the way, you guys. It's gonna involve you. I know, I know this 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 wrap up has been like 20, ten minutes, but yes, thank y'all so much for a great twenty nineteen. But yeah, well, we'll see y'all next week and.